Welcome to Waiting on the Bonus Points, a fantasy Premier League podcast brought to you by the Herald Sports Desk. Hello and welcome to episode four of our podcast. I'm joined in the studio today by Ben Cross. Hello. Jack Ball. Afternoon. And of course, I'm David Monday. FBL this week, slightly different to usual, slightly uh, a day later as well, uh, because we've got international break ahead of us, but that does not mean that we can't talk about the week just gone. As usual, we're going to start by talking about our high and low lights of the week. And unfortunately, we have to start with me again. Again. Because I lost again. With, Two I had weeks a dr- in a row. I, I know, it's, it's dreadful. But I'm still ahead of you, Jack, in the league table. Which you, just goes you to show you how, how, you how well I did not get the forfeits. Yeah, that is true. So, I'll give you that. So, yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so I don't know what my forfeit is. Should we, should, should we get the should we get the scores off? Yeah, let's, let's get the scores off first. So Jack, you... so I, I got fifty one points, but I took yeah. a four point hit, which took it down to forty seven. And Baron, I was fifty four, but uh, finally took my my transfers, so I went down to fifty. And, and I managed to get thirty eight with a points? whopping twenty nine points on my bench. And at that stage, we should make it clear what the forfeit is. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so the forfeit this week is we've we've. Uh, this hasn't come out of expenses money, so I've gone to the effort of buying this out wow. of my own dollar. Lemon juice. We, right. we poured a cup out of lemon juice for David. If you, you mention any player or anything to do with any team that's playing black and white, you have to down that drink of lemon juice. So you can't, uh, that's clever because I know who we have to talk about later on. So from now on... To any team that plays in black and white. Any team manager, anything to do with any team There's also quite a white. pertinent man on your bench that plays in black and white, which you now can't talk about. Well, I don't want to anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, from, so, yeah, any team. So, as an example, if I was to say Rafael Benitez, who is a manager of Newcastle United... You'd have to down that's it. Listen for the reaction. You'd have to down it. I have to down it. Have to down it. I was just sampling it. Oh, the look on his face. From now on. But that was a test. That was just a test. Anybody who's seen the picture of Marouane Fellaini when he, uh, <laughs> his face was all pencils, that was Dave's reaction to the lemon juice. That was more sour than I expected. When you have it on a on a pancake, it's just kind of dribbled. Yeah, a nice a little, little bit of sugar. Bit of sugar yeah. Possibly a little bit of chocolate if you're a bit weird. There no pancakes for you today. No pancakes for me. Okay. Well, okay. So we will have to start with me then. So we'll, my lowlights, obviously, was the fact that I had 29 points on my bench, but I would just like to point out that the only one I'm actually upset about was Jack Stevens because he was the only player who was really in contention to come in. I was going to put him in from Steve Mounier, perhaps, but thought that maybe Mounier would score. It always and feels quite bold, doesn't it, if you make the active decision to go for four defenders? Yeah, exactly. That's in, why I in, in, instead of a midfielder attack, it does feel quite. You've got to be really confident to do it. Oh yeah, absolutely. that's why a couple of weeks ago, one of our colleagues, Stu James, played five defenders at the back, didn't no, he? We all looked at him. What, what are you doing? And he ended up with one of the most points out of any of us that week. He so. did very well, didn't he? Although the big, the biggest, the biggest low light for me has got to be Sunday afternoon. Mm. I know the Baron had this problem mm. as well. Was West Brom? He playing blue. That's good. Okay, cool. Um, oh, and top, oh. blue and white. Oh, you don't, you, I was double checking. Tottenham Hotspur, who also play in white and blue, so I'm fine. Um, obviously, relying on them quite considerably for my, my clean sheets and Ben Foster, uh, Ahmed Aghazi, and Ben Davis. And just out of nowhere, like like West Brom are cruising to it right now. I was going to get eight points out of those two defensive players and possibly the odd bonus point out of either Foster or Aghazi. And then it has to be those two exact players <laughs> who cost them the clean sheet with that little bit of. Uh, stupidity at the back but then the even worse one was was Tottenham because again they were just cruising to cruising to a clean sheet Ben Davis is set for three bonus points in my team and I was kind of following it on Twitter it was around my door's bedtime so I kind of wasn't really paying full attention but I was still just making sure I was aware whilst I was giving her tea and then I thought oh this is this is in the bag like this is in the bag I'll just I'll take her up I'll change the nappy get her to bed and I come down and Chris Wood scored it was just 
Why? We've got to pick one. Why? We've got to pick one. So what was the low, the lowest low? Oh. What was the lowest? There's just so changed? many. I do apologise. It's just so it's got to be. So it's got to be that one. I went up and changed my the daughter's Spurs one. The Spurs yeah, one. The Spurs one. Like yeah. I said, go up, change my daughter's. Chris Wood, you have ruined and find weekend. that actually the pants weren't in the nappy bag. They were on my FPL team. So. <laughs> and highlight. Highlight. Mm, few. Few. Uh, I can't even remember who did well. Um, Salah. Yeah, I suppose Salah, but then everyone else has him, so yeah, it's same. difficult to give it. Uh, maybe Mkhitaryan, just because he just he can he continued to justify being yes. in my team, and, and I mean five assists in three games is unbelievable. So to he's, be he's, he's far and away the biggest assister, isn't he so yeah. far? And he's now up to eight three as well, which is just good for my squad value. So yeah, tough week for me. Your tough week was my highlight. Yeah, oh, every that's week. Let's go to your highlight, then, Jack. <laughs> uh, well, my highlight was not, highlight was not captaining Lukaku, even though oh, um, yeah. because it's a big risk. That's why I like this section because there's things like that that are the highlights when you realise you've made a decision. I like mean, that. he got me, he got me. Not, I have him in my team, so he got me no points. Yeah. But it's still highlight that I didn't captain him. My low light is, is, is quite related to that. I'd wait all week for Ericsson to play. He was oh, my captain this week. When I saw Lukaku didn't do anything, I thought, rubbing my hands together, <laughs> thinking I could be in with a good chance here. I thought you were. Ericsson well. does nothing. But yeah. then a minor victory again at the end, when the top Spurs conceded a last minute goal, Ericsson had already gone off in the 87th minute, so he kept his clean sheet on, oh. which got me the two points. Oh. So, so there was a mixture of highs and lows. But I think when you don't captain Lukaku, oh, yeah. it's a big risk and it sort of paid off, even though it was only three points. It shows it how off. bad my week was that I was able to mention, what, four or five things without even touching yeah. on Lukaku yeah. as my captain. Spurs really are becoming a very frustrating side, aren't they? Oh, yeah. And I think the obvious low light is, again, how he came blanking. I know Jack doesn't have him, but David and I do, and it's yeah. becoming... I mean, Burnley was a bit of a threat, sort of watershed moment where you think, yeah. like, this is the match. He's going to go out there, he's going to absolutely spank them, and we're going to oh. be vindicated. But three blanks in a row, and he's shooting more than he ever has mm. ever in the world. It's terrible. I mean, but, but Mr. Statman, he's never scored in August. Doing well, nothing for of us. Of course, but I'll turn around and, again, just tell you that the stats that he had in that month, because we were saying the other day, weren't we, Baron? In years gone by, yes, he's played badly in August, but now we're just, like, look at the number of times he's shot. Yeah. How has he not scored? Because... Before that game, he'd shot 14 times. It was more than any other player. Apparently, that was 22% of his efforts on goal for the whole of last season in two games. And then in the third game, he against Burnley, 10 shots on goal, which is more than the other two. And he still can't score. So, so I, th- I think I think Kane Kane would have been my my low right? But yeah. I think because it's been three weeks of it now, he's not anymore. And I think the exactly. big one was. You expect I think if I, if I was. It, Lukaku was a big disappointment, wasn't he? Yeah. But I think given that. The tantalising thing about clean sheets is when you get past the hour, yeah. the, the points get added to yeah. your oh, team and you're thinking, oh my God, I've got That's the points. I mean. They're in. Just make sure you look. You make sure you look, don't you? After the yeah. hour, you definitely just look at your team. get to the end of the match and yeah. you're thinking, West Brom, no, to do this. They're at home. They're going to see this out. And then I had Foster and Hagazi. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I'm allowed to talk about these two because I had Elliot and Bemba on the bench, <laughs> which is rocking clean sheets. I, I thought that as long as West Brom bought the clean sheet, I wouldn't feel yes. too bad about that. Yeah. So I think West Brom was my low light. And highlight was actually Christian Atsu. I had a, oh, yeah. had a pretty good week. Um, but like I say, Salah and Mkhitaryan, most people have got them. Valencia, most people have got United Defender. Um, was Atsu because he's a Newcastle player? Oh, did, did you just mention actually... someone in black and white, David? Oh, I did, didn't I? Oh, so yeah. down, is, it, is it down here? It, it is, is down here. Yeah, yeah. Well, 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 well noticed. Well, I've been waiting for it. I've been silent yeah. and we're watching. And the brilliant thing is, it's just even way before we talk about the man you've mentioned on your bench, yeah. who we all love. But here we go. So, right. Oh! <laughs> oh. That was all right. 
far better than this. You did, you did far better there. Can you talk now, though? It's quite difficult. Yeah. <laughs> So the, the aftertaste is a bit. But. Can we can we sort of discuss my highlight, please? Oh, sorry. <laughs> this is my, my my moment, my one moment all week. So Abraham was a good one because he scored, but I think because Newcastle won three 0 I'm a Newcastle fan. It was a fantastic match, and when you sort of go, I wasn't watching it live. So when you go back through and see who got the assist, and then you slowly get to the first goal, <laughs> think please let Atsu be involved somehow. And he got the assist, so Atsu was my highlight. I guess the, the thing about Lukaku as well, you said that was one of your one of your lowlights. Is the fact is that most other people captain him, so you sort of. It's a double-edged sword, isn't it? You, you yeah. captain him because everyone's got him, and then if you miss out, everybody misses out. Yeah. It was interesting because actually Lukaku did nothing. Kane got two points, Aguero got one, and very nearly got himself arrested uh, by a policeman at Bournemouth. So the three big hitters, I think they were the top three captain players of the week, all did very little. So it's not surprising that... Yeah, I can feel it at the back of the map now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not surprising that the average for the game was relatively low again because the big, the big hitters, again, mm. kind of struggling. So. It's interesting, isn't it? Because, like you said, no one's flown out of the blocks too much at the moment. So, um, again, for a second, for, I think third week in a row, my, one of my highest scores was in the first game. I've talked about that the last two weeks. Yeah, mm. that's right. And I had Jesus this week who scored. We were watching it together at home park. Yeah, we got got it. That must be so much relief when one of your big, sort of bigger hitters. Yeah, and Jesus is between you two at least is a differential. And yeah, I, I, is, I know yeah. a lot of people have Jesus, but compared in our little in our little group, as, as it were, yeah. not many people well, do. So watching you celebrate Jesus score whilst Kevin De Bruyne was just might as well have been picking his nose in the centre circle. It's <laughs> just so frustrating. So frustrating. Um, let's talk about bonus points kings of the week then um, we'll start with you Jack well it's, it's going to have to be Jesus I think uh, he he had two unlucky games I'd say for Man City so far he had how he didn't score in the first game I just do That's not true. know hit the post hit, he hit he? the post he, had he an scored when he was offside I think there were other players like, well. offside getting in his way in the second game he was hauled off at half time following uh, the red card to Carl Walker yeah, so he didn't true. really play much in there so it was it was, it was for me, it was good that he got the free bonus points because, again, because me and you were both working at home park, all we saw was Sterling had scored. Mm. And then we looked, we looked at the bonus points and we were like, why has Sterling not got all three bonus points? And it only transpired to us a bit later that he'd been sent off mm. and that, that was obviously why. So very relieved to have Jesus get the free points and as I've already stated, because it's a differential for me. And the great thing about Jesus, of course, is that Pep had talked about the BNB in rotation, which, you know, obviously it's Pep. Mm. We all expected that Jesus would be the one to come out because he'd come off a half time mm. against uh, Everton, him. wasn't it? So then for him to then start and get, was it nine points in the end? Yeah, I yeah. mean, that's, as you say, it's even better differential because I think, you know, a lot of people have Aguero um, as well on top of that. So, yeah. It makes you, it makes you happy when your big, your big, your big costing players mm. are doing well as well. That's true. Unlike mine. Baron, what about you? Yeah, I think uh, I think it's the man Valencia. Uh, Tammy Abraham oh, got me a, a nice couple of bonus points, but as he scored, you almost expect it. But Valencia did nothing but get a clean sheet. And I think when a defender's bringing three, as you've experienced with Ben oh. Davis, but Valencia didn't even score and came away with three bonus. And he's a defender that's worth six five, and I need him to be delivering yeah. decent haul. So for for three bonus points, that was a very very. Uh, Satisfactory. Oh, yeah. But fair play to you as well for keeping Tammy Abraham. I'm one of the many people that jumped, had him off the start, jumped off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that so, was a big relief. And Swansea's fixtures are actually lighting up a little bit now, so mm. I'm kind of hoping he might chip in with a couple more. Yeah. Going back to Valencia, the great thing about him, I always love it when a defender gets three points, not even from not scoring, but in a game where there were goals and a yes. penalty save as well. Uh, yeah, like, that's a good point. I think that yeah, the actual goal score, he out bonused the goal scorers. Yeah. I mean, he did, it shows how far forward he's getting. Yeah, exactly. Which, I mean, there's another reason why, if you're going to have a United defender, yeah, he's yeah. probably your go to. He's the captain, isn't he? You've touted him only from the first week to say he's the only one that I think can be guaranteed of a start. 
As for myself, I have to go for Salah because I think he's the only one who he didn't got get. It. He didn't get bonus. Did he not? He didn't get a single. And I was going to say he was my bonus point dud because ah. he scored and assisted yes. and didn't get a bonus. What is that about? Oh, Eleven points and no bonus. That's incredible. Isn't I it? think I read something on uh, on FBR recently where oh, yeah. um, apparently because because he has a lot of efforts on goal that go wide and he was offside quite a lot. Yeah, they count against him because yes. obviously it's based off after stats and I think that's probably Firmino just completely caned the uh, the BPS. Yeah. So no one in your starting so, eleven. So no one in my starting eleven. So I, I, can I can I go for Jack Stevens? What or Fabianski? Both on my bench. Both a bonus point. Probably not. So I guess I just don't have one this week. That, but should, be, that should be a forfeit in its own right. What, <laughs> no players are bonus points to your starting yeah, well, eleven. It's, it's punishment enough. <laughs> just just leave just leave it, please leave it. <laughs> long may long may David's fall continue. Oh, like dear. you said, you're still above me in the league. Yeah, so. exactly. So it's all about your cumulative total. It's interesting, that, isn't it? How like so. I don't know. Does that just mean that your first week was just so much? Worse? And yours yeah. is so good. And we had great. So you're still sort of first week. Form, but you've lost ground to Jack on the last two weeks, but you're still ahead because the first week was just so great. Yeah. And yeah. the last two weeks have been so close. I think oh, I've yeah. probably only gained about ten yeah. points on David, yeah. so I'm yeah. still I think about twenty thirty behind. So. Yeah, Long so, way to go. Yeah, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Clawing away at you week yeah. by week. Eventually. <laughs> but Barry, I mean, you you just had a little mention. I mean, you you were with me last season, struggling all season long. You've actually started well. I was quite. David actually was was quite. He sent a nice message on on Sunday before the table been updated, saying it looked like I might have nicked. Uh, for the listeners' benefit, in our little sort of office league, we have monthly prizes, don't we? So the actual your monthly total is important. And for August, obviously finished at the weekend, and it looked like I was going to be in and around it. And um, yeah, I, I think I've I've certainly finished top three in one of the months, maybe once or twice over the past eighteen months. So to actually be up there at the start of the season's a it's a nice feeling, but. I always maintain this game is just down to luck. You've got to try and enjoy it. You have to, yeah. You just wait for your luck to run out. Exactly. We've already talked about this particular player and actually just would like to clarify because I've already down the lemon juice. Well, I've got quite a lot more. I've got so, a bottle of it here. So just, 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 just <laughs> I want to re-clarify. <laughs> for the sake of David's stomach acid levels. Exactly. I want to just no, double check let, let, let the parameters. All right, so I've done my forfeit. Your reaction so wasn't quite as good as I was. Oh, I'm going to have to get like, really hot. He did it though. I'm pleased he did it. Get a better forfeit. That's all I've got to say. Well, well <laughs> if you lose again in two weeks, that'll the, 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 the dirty plastic cup might get worse and worse now. You're going to keep that cup. Yeah. Lovely. Right, so we are going to move on to a new section, one that we're quite excited about. Uh, we mentioned last week uh, on our website if you were looking for a defender who plays, who, who's worth four million, who actually plays, there so was good. just one man, there was just so one good. man, and his name, his name is Chancel Mbemba, and we went out on a massive limb and we said, oh well, you know, maybe check this guy out, yeah. and you know, a little bit of uh, criticism from, oh yeah, he plays for Newcastle, real rubbish, and uh, no, he's come in on game week three. Three bonus points, clean sheet. Nine points, Nine and points. he's four million. It's so good. So we have decided that we're going to have a new section every week where our resident Newcastle fan, Baron Cross, yes. is going to take us through <laughs> everything that he does every week. Now, the, the, the thing we're most excited about is what we want to call this section. So we had two ideas, and we've just been told that we might not be able to do one as well as we thought. The, the first idea is calling the section Mbemba Mbemba, your fifth offender, accompanied by... Some fireworks. Bear with, bear, bear with. with. Bear with, It's coming. Mbemba, uh, Mbemba, your fifth defender. Yes. And if people don't get it, it's remember, remember the 5th of November. Like, <laughs> just, just those people who are sat there, sort <laughs> of people scratching their heads. Sat on the bus home from work thinking, what are they on about? <laughs> the other one, of course, is uh, that, that famous ABBA song, Take a Chance on Me, which we were going to play on this podcast, but we've just been told by our video guy that we don't have the rights to do that. Pause the podcast, get your iTunes up, listen to it, and put an L at the end of every yeah, time they say, take a chance. Take a chance, or take a chance, or take a chance. Oh, no, it's difficult. But 
we're, we're going to start this week, of course, with what he did against West Ham. Yes, so the nine points. So, how, so we, I hear you all asking, how on earth did Chancellor and Bemba get three bonus points in a three... We were saying earlier, in a 3 nil win, and he didn't score or get an assist. Exactly. How does he do it? So... Opta, which we have access to, which oh. people we, people should know for future reference, we have got Opta stats. Now, there's a lot of there's a lot of guff here as well that people <laughs> aren't really too interested in. For instance, he made one cross and completed it. So that's wow, hundred percent success rate on crosses. Um, the key ones probably is tackles. He made four tackles and won all four of them. There were eighteen duels. Don't know what they would. I imagine like just jostling oh, right, with okay. a player perhaps. He won ten, lost eight. Um, but the other one's five clearances, five interceptions, which I'm sure is, is perhaps what is going to be key for oh, yeah. know, the CBI for, for defenders. Absolutely. Um, it, the Opta is fantastic. It actually says he made one key pass, oh, right. which wasn't an assist, but clearly must have led to a goal of, of, of one of the three goals. Maybe he started one of the moves. 61 or 60.9% of his passes were forward. So he's oh, right. actually been playing left back. Has it? So Clark actually moved into the centre oh, and then right. was pushed out wide left. So in Rafa, we trust. <laughs> Uh, so which which makes sense as to why he made no passes left because he was effectively on the left flank. Twenty one point seven percent passes to the right, and seventeen point four percent backwards. So there we go. He made twenty three passes, eleven successful and twelve unsuccessful. So he certainly <laughs> wasn't putting there for his passing ability. But as I say, I think it was mainly the sort of the tackles, clearances, and interceptions. He uh, he did his job well. But no yeah. other player in fantasy Premier League will have. As good value for points. Exactly. A very, very good point. And yeah. that is exactly point, the point. Points per million. You might be sat there wondering why are we waxing lyrical about a Newcastle defender? Baron obviously knows the answer because he loves the Magpies. But <laughs> the point is, as you say, no one else has better value. He, the, the problem is, we may have actually kind of alerted the fantasy community to his existence because. Well, we should take some pride in it. I mean, that. we should definitely take some pride in yeah. it. The problem is, of course, that Fantasy Football Fix, the price predicting um, people, are suggesting that he might be 4 1. By tomorrow, get on there quick. So people. get him. It's Hagazi all over again. Exactly, and and with Newcastle's run as well is, is really good, which is why yeah. we want to do the section. I every think, week. I think we, we, as we talk about, it's a lot of luck in this game. I think we, we took a punt on him because mainly because he was an enabler. Yeah, and, and, and Newcastle's fixtures were, were you know almost as good as they could be. So you think if you're going to take it, take him on, take him on now. Yeah, exactly. And he's repaid us. So almost worth pointing out as well that you can get free and members for Harry Kane. <laughs> and Harry Kane has got how many points? Three or four points in, in total? Uh, yeah, he's exactly so, yellow. So, yeah, he's got, exactly. so he's got half the points of a member and can get three members for Kane. Such so. a good if you want something <laughs> even worse, it's the fact that Fabregas got sent off in game week one and was on, what, minus one point, then missed game week two, came back for game week three, scored, and obviously now has more points than Kane, who's played all three of those games. So, yeah, there's plenty of stats out there that we can yeah. we can go for that one. So Newcastle have now got Swansea away, Stoke at home, Brighton away. So there's, yeah, the, exactly. the potential is still there for Chancellor. So if you do need somebody, to, especially for those people who are playing their wild card, I, mean, yeah. I would be amazed if people play their wild card and they didn't put him in. Exactly. Because he's a budget enabler. Yeah, and, and the key thing, of course, is while he hasn't been first choice, the reason he's there, of course, is because um, you've got two... Lejeune and Dummett are injured. Yeah. Dummett's going to be out for some time. Lejeune... Before going into game week three, there was talk that Lejeune is back in training, so maybe a word of caution. Yeah, transfers in this this one. Just keep an eye on it. Maybe wait until the players come back from international duty and just see where Lejeune is because there's a chance he could come back in. And a chancel. There's a chance. <laughs> thank you. There's a, there's, a, there's a chance Lejeune could come back in, and I think Clark would would probably um, shift her left back, and then we may drop out of the side. So. 
you might almost I mean maybe last week was a numbers week I mean maybe. you never know but you know, we'll stay in there for now I, I mean certainly even if he's on the bench for the rest of the season we've got no problem giving you the stats from that so oh, well, I think we'll <laughs> on the that. bench there was one nose pick <laughs> yes. one arse scratch inches of bench warmed <laughs> two bottles drunk <laughs> yes and, and, and one sort of Umar Nias instructions received from Rafa yeah kind of thing Lovely. So we've talked about our hero for the week. So now we're going to move on to next week, which, as we've said, is slightly different because we have no Premier League action, which obviously is is, is, is boring anyway. If we could play a violin, we'd play it. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, when do you get a sound for that? Oh, well, <laughs> I have next, week. Next, next week. Next week. <laughs> and we just have to make sure we have the rights to it and that Abba didn't play it. So. Um, obviously, with being an international break, though, it doesn't mean that we sort of stop being FPL managers because right. all of our players or the vast majority of them are probably going to be involved in international break in some way so amazingly someone on Twitter who's called FBR Holly has put together a fantastic uh, list of games that involve people who play in areas of the world where typically it creates a problem coming mm. back so the key here is because obviously anyone who plays in Europe it's probably going to be fine because um, you know if you play on your Tuesday or Wednesday, back in training, possibly Friday, Thursday, something like that, mm. probably going to be okay to play as long as you haven't picked up an injury. But the key thing is, is when anyone plays in Africa, South America, or Asia on you know Tuesday, Wednesday, serious air miles. You, you've it? got to, you've got to rest from that game. You've got to get home. You've got to reacclimatize to the to the time zone when you get back. So it's a, it's a rotation nightmare. It's horrible, isn't it? it because you, you just you can just you just wait for that team news and it drops at you know half eleven or two o'clock and you see it and in the tweet they'll put you know so and so dropped because they they were late back and you think oh come on especially if you use your wild card to bring him in yeah. yeah which is actually why I love to talk about this week because so many people are going oh yeah yeah it makes sense to wild card for game week four but I actually think that that is the worst time to do it because we we've always talked about how you need more data before you wild card mm. and not only is it a case of you don't know who's going to play and who isn't going to play? Um, people could not be injured and still be rotated. The problem is is that we don't know how managers will manage those players coming back. Because we've talked a lot, haven't we, Baron, about um, what, international break aside, we don't know, uh, we can't with 100% no. accuracy say what everyone's starting line is yet. Look at how many transfers are going through today and tomorrow. Exactly. I mean, we were looking at, we talked about West Brom earlier, Kieran yeah. Gibbs is coming, what's that going to do to the back four? I mean, exactly. good old Higazi, I mean, for all we know, there's going to be a bit of shifting around there and let's talk that Krakowiak's going to go into West Brom from Paris Saint-Germain. What does yeah. that do for Matt Phillips or um, or Chris Brunt? I mean, yeah. there's, there's, there's all kinds of changes going on at the moment and then when you tap, tap that in with the with international break, I mean, it's just, Anybody in the wildcard, I don't know how they can do it with any kind of certainty. Exactly, I mean, that's that's exactly the problem, is you, you can't be certain. I mean, we've done a story on the website today, so go and check that out, where we basically said the whole point of a wildcard is when you've played it, you need your squad to be equipped for long-term consistency. Yeah. And we don't think that you can achieve that yet, because, I mean, let's just go through the list of players who are playing in those areas of the world who could be affected. Um, we've got Sergio Aguero, could come back late, Nicolas Otamendi, Roberto Firmino, Willian, David Luiz, Jesus, Antonio Valencia are all going to be playing in South America um, for their various teams. They've all they've all got two fixtures. Not to say they're going to play in all of them. Brazil is a is a big one because they've got they've got Ecuador and Colombia, so two big games, and yeah. that obviously could involve Firmino, Willian, Luiz, Jesus, and Richarlison, who obviously a lot of yeah. people have as well, and a lot of people would be probably tempted to buy if they're doing transfers. Yes. Um, then, price point. Exactly. And, and South America, obviously, is probably the most tricky one, historically. I mean, I can't, 
count the amount of times Alexis Sanchez has not played yes, for Arsenal exactly because right, yeah. come back from late and with the, the way, with the way Guardiola is I mean you look at Jesus and Aguero I mean they both come back from South America I mean you wouldn't put it past them to, uh, to go and put Wilfred Pony in yeah exactly or you know maybe just sort of once we've all sold Kevin play a false nine yeah we all sell Kevin De Bruyne and he plays up front as a false nine scores three you never know Pep just loves to loves to hustle us other people who are going to be in action in Africa and Asia are Ahmed Higazi Mohamed Salah so two massive players everybody's got Eric Bailly Riyad Mahrez Sadio Mane Maya Yoshida Shinji Okazaki so yeah the Far East lads yeah because Son's been dropped a few times hasn't he when he's yeah. come back for Spurs exactly five so, of those are in my team yeah exactly so <laughs> that, that's it's exactly the kind of problem people are going for isn't yeah. it and, and, the, and the key is is that it's just as FBL Holly says expect lots of rotation so if you're playing your wild card injuries I think are sometimes easier to deal with with a wild card than rotation yes. because you know we've said before go with what you know because obviously it, there is some luck you don't know exactly who's going to score every week one thing that you can categorically yes. normally guess is who's going to play you're absolutely right but yeah. this week you just can't and the thing, this is why I, I, we, we've, we've already rued the, uh, the, the dropping in value of Kevin De Bruyne, haven't we? He's down to yeah. the 9-9 and we're just saying, can people stop making transfers, please, <laughs> and wait until everyone's back? Because exactly. it's only the back end of next week when people like Ben Dinnery will come up and say, so-and-so is not going to play or so-and-so is going to play because the, the managers are sometimes quite forthcoming, aren't they? Yeah. And on that presser on the Thursday or Friday, they will actually come out and say, Antonio Valencia is back too late, he won't play. Yeah. It's so helpful for you making your transfers if you just wait because the managers will give us an, in, an insight into, yeah. into who is definitely in or definitely out. And I just think you, you can't second guess that right yeah. now. And the key thing is is that, um, well, next week, as you say, it's those late presses. So I think next week when we record, it will be before that, but it will be after a lot of the games have been played. Yeah. So certainly next week... Lots of injuries you, undoubtedly will yeah. come up. We, we would like to provide you guys with that information next week. So... Yeah, but the, I mean the key thing is is if you haven't played your wild card yet, please please don't because we wouldn't want to see anyone making what we perceive to be a stupid decision. If you haven't made your transfers yet, please don't because we don't want our players devaluing yeah, because of you. Please no offense. Kevin De Bruyne and James Bond Prowse absolutely killed me already. But you, you never know, they could both play next week and do very well because their teammates have not come back. So mm. um, just be careful when it comes to the international break. Um, we're going to start questions a little bit earlier this week because there's slightly less to talk about. We're going to have a couple of serious ones, which we'll try and get through very quickly. What we had said was because there isn't as much to talk about this week as usual, we're going to have a few more silly questions, kind of a chance to get to know us all a little bit better. Everybody kind of has an idea of how we play Fantasy Premier League, Jack's a gut man, Baron's Mr. Emotional, I'm the stat man. But there is more to us than just that name. Mm. So we'll find that out in just a minute. Before we get there, a couple of serious questions. I will start with you, Jack question from Josh Rolton who says I'm wildcarding this week so first off what are you doing um, now that Spurs have come up short again I have Kane and Ali in my team should I A sell Kane B sell Ali or C sell both but buy Trippier and I would like to point out this question was submitted about two hours before Tottenham announced they're going to sign Serge Aurier but there we are see the thing is I, if I was to use a wildcard and I have debated it if I was to use Walcott, I'd look to bring Kane in now because I do think he's going to start scoring goals. I wouldn't the get rid of Kane. Good as well. and, and, and Ali, I wouldn't get rid of either of them, to be honest. And again, I, I did this last week. I didn't really answer the question directly because <laughs> that was not one of his options he gave me. But I wouldn't sell Kane because we all know that he will score goals this season. If he stays clear of injury over the international break, he will score goals. And like you said, he's been, he's been having shots left, right and centre. At some point, it will go in. He's not going to come up against keepers having games of their lives every week. Um, Deli Ali, 
I don't know how I don't know how many people how much percent of people own Deli Alley. Quite a few. It's, it's quite over thirty percent. I think he's I, the most owned midfield. But again, I, I do think Spurs will come into their own at some point. Um, Scored at the weekend, I, of course. I, yeah, I just wouldn't I wouldn't get rid of either of them to be honest. Does that answer the question? I think so. And actually, uh, the key thing again with Trippier is that we reckon he's probably not going to play either. Mm-hmm. And again, if you get rid of Kane, you're going to have to get. A, if you've already got the car, you're going to have to get a cheaper player, and then if Kane starts bagging, you're going to want to get him back, and you're not going exactly. to be able to. Key, Especially if you already use your wild card. Exactly. And the key thing is, which I, I keep saying, is that. The fact that Kane doesn't score in August is irrelevant now because it's September, so you can't really use that. Anymore. That's why I'm not having this month. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, one other question from Jonathan Barnes, who uh, we kind of touched on this already. Yeah. Uh, is it too early to wildcard? Yes. Should I save it? No. If, uh, if if I am saving it, which you have, as you already asked, when would you use it? We've mentioned this before. But yeah, we have. Yeah, I think. Um, I think. Yeah, no. Uh, if, if you're desperate, just hang on a couple more weeks. Get to game week six. I think uh, some of our fr- sort of FPL friends at um, yeah. is it who got the assist? That's right. Yeah, they they've themselves sort of given a few reasons. So go out and check out their podcast. I think they've given a few reasons as to why it's game week six is a good point. Uh, mainly uh, on another side note because Everton and Arsenal's fixtures improved so that brings two more teams into play which you might want to consider especially Everton with um, some quite attractive price points uh, I myself I'm looking at game no earlier than game week 8 but uh, I quite like waiting till, till game week 10 because apart from West Ham most teams should have played 5 at home 5 away and I think we'll have a pretty good idea as to who's going to be playing regularly and, and who's doing well at home who's doing well away and I think um that maybe just becomes far more helpful. It's easy for me to say that now because you know, I've started quite well with the players I've got, so I'm not, I'm not flapping just yet. So if, if you are in desperate, dire straits, then maybe consider it. But if you can do it this game week, just wait. Because if you're going to if you're going to use the wild card this in this game week, then the price changes shouldn't affect you too much. Yeah, so at the true. very least, wait until the back end of next week because yeah. you've got a little bit more information to well, go well, on. One thing they've not mentioned about the wild card as well is, and I'm very guilty of this, as you both know from my starting teams at the start of the season, is the transfer deadline is still not yet to be passed. New players are coming in. It's so tempting to bring in new players who you've got no idea yeah. whether they'll start. Yeah. I want yeah. Bernardo Silva, who was yeah, on the bench for two games. Yeah. No, so I didn't bring him in. David I started him at the start of season class, and yeah. I did it last year with Batshuayi. I did it last year with Jensen. So I've, I've done it. I've done it plenty of times in the past. And if you use wild card, the wild card in this game week uh, for the game in two two weeks' time, the temptation to bring in those new players who then could just do nothing for mm-hmm. you is, is huge. And you've got to go. We try and resist that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Lovely. So before we finish, then I have printed off some rather silly questions, perhaps <laughs> all football related, so that we're not asking about stuff that people don't care about. Just to kind of get to know us a little bit better, we're going to start with you, Jack. They're all randomly in a box. You pick yeah. it up, you read the question out, you give us a relatively quick answer. Oh, so I've got to answer the question. This isn't for you. So yeah, no, this is for you to answer yourself. So here we go. Which would you rather? What's got nothing to do with football? I said some of them oh. haven't. <laughs> which would you rather do wash dishes mow the lawn clean the bathroom or vacuum the house now I'm probably one of the most undomesticated people you could ever meet <laughs> washing the dishes is an absolute chore that I can't stand I'll probably mow the lawn and that's because I have a patio at home so that wouldn't take very long <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't mind vacuuming I'll put headphones on listen to music I'll vacuum around the house clean the bathroom again I'm just no good I'm one of these people that brush dirt around it doesn't seem to oh, disappear lovely so I'm not domesticated so I'll mow the lawn because I've got a patio that's I think the correct answer. answer was Look at my fancy Premier League team, but never mind. Well, our wages are so good, we'll hire a maid. <laughs> Baron, your turn. <laughs> That's a good idea. <clears throat> we'll, we'll, I think we'll keep this box for future use whenever there's an international break. Oh, my God. What is your biggest complaint about your job? Oh, lovely. Baron, my bosses might listen to this. That is true. <laughs> yeah, if Paul Burton is listening to this, I would suggest he turns off now. Oof. Um, oh no, he's being honest as well. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's a good question. Right? Oh, his, his nose is getting longer. 
Yeah, I can't. Uh, it's hard to answer that one quickly, really. Um, you could say doing the looking out longingly into the office and trying to work out what's what's, what's what do you can say about, about being sacked. If <laughs> <laughs> Baron's not here next next week's podcast, yeah. you know he's been given the chance. Oh god, I feel like I need the NUJ listening to this. Should we come back to you? <laughs> Are you going to do one? I'm going to do one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so do one. I'll, 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 I'll come back. Alison, Baron considers his bank balance. So. Oh, brilliant. Actually, I, I, I'm glad I got this question. I quite like this question. So if you could hire a football player to, to help you with cleaning, cooking or yard work, who would you choose? Good question. And, and I, I actually think I already know my answer to this one because I picked it out. Definitely N'Golo Kante because he's just, that's what he, he does the dirty work. He just intercepts absolutely, absolutely everything. Like, say something's about to fall off the kitchen counter, he's there, he's caught it already, he made that interception. So that's an easy one for me. So apologies, Baron. We're going to come straight back to you with your question. So what is your least favourite thing about work? I, I really, I, I do like it. We're very lucky, aren't we, what we do? Yeah, it's right, right on sport. We're sat here being paid to talk about FPL. I mean, it's, it's pretty good, isn't it? Um, that can be your answer if you if you, if you you would choose. I don't know what the biggest complex... I mean, yeah, I mean, just getting in all, into all kinds of legal issues. That's <laughs> 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 my real complaints. Oh, God. He's not done a forfeit yet, but he's had to answer this question, so I suppose we can call it even. feels like a forfeit. I'm just... I can't see anything in the office that's prompting a, a complaint. I don't, I don't want to be too um, <laughs> too negative on the podcast, and it's rumbling on now. That's true. I'll, that's deflect, true. I'll deflect with a question that's just came up in mind about, about Jack when he's about Harry Kane. Uh, Harry Kane's not done very much so far. So are you are you panicking yet? Are you thinking about when you might bring him in, how you might bring him in? Because if I investment. if I use my wildcard, I'd love to bring him in. I genuinely. I think that's what you, you, you think you'll struggle to, do, to do, you won't do it until you do your wildcard. No, no, no. I wouldn't be able to afford it. Unless I got rid of Lukaku, which, I'm not, which yeah. I'm not going to do. So I think I've, I've all came will score goals as I've, as I've said, and mm. I know at some point he's going to get them. I've been lucky really yeah. that he's not scored in August mm. because at some point he's going to become that player that everyone needs. David, you didn't have him last season, correct? Yeah. Period. Did you have him at all? I, uh, no, what it was the pre- the previous season, he was what cost me the league yeah. that we were in because I didn't have him for the last three months and uh, a couple of other. People so at some him. point it's going to come to a point where you're losing out by not having because everyone else will have him a bit like the Lukaku factor. But I think. Yeah, I, I would. I would look to get him in even when I use my wild card. Whether I can do that with Lukaku and a few other players, I don't know. It's it's going to be tough. Uh, and if you time it well, I mean, he's, I don't, you've probably seen this David. I mean, his price can't be far off dropping. It's quite close. Uh, and actually now that Morata's emerged as yeah, well. Yeah, it, it's worth talking about that actually because I initially panicked about that, and our good friend who got the assist reminded me this week in uh, a little exchange we had on Twitter that actually, if any players are going to devalue in your team, and you had to choose one, and you had Kane, you go for him because De Bruyne is frustrating because you now can't get other midfielders who are worth 10 million. But because Kane is the most expensive player, he has to drop, uh, I think it's eight price points before he comes close to, oh no, no, it'll be, it'll be five, wouldn't it, to get to Sanchez? But mm. nobody really has Sanchez. So the point is, is that he can afford to lose value for maybe five to six weeks before it yes. actually starts to damage your value as a team. And if, if he drops maybe to 12-3, but then he scores three hat-tricks in a row and no one else has got him but you have, who cares about your value? You've just got three yeah. hat-tricks out of him. So. I, start, I, I, played my, I didn't actually press submit. Just, I was just playing my wild card just to have a look at what I possibly yeah. would do. Yeah. And you just reminded me, I actually looked at um, Murata instead of Kane because I think he will get just as many goals as Kane this he's, season. He's, he's coming up, he's, isn't he? I mean, their fixtures need to improve a little bit for me, but um, he's certainly showing, showing how good he is. But he shows he can assist as well. It's not yeah. just goals. Yeah. A goal and assist in two, as in both a goal and an assist in two games out of the three he's played. And I think he had a better goals per minute ratio in La Liga than Ronaldo and Messi when he was at Mourinho because he came off the bench quite a lot. So if he's going to start in a good team, then could do very well. Absolutely. Good start. Yeah. The other good stat that I read at the weekend, I haven't checked this out, so it might Wait, not you, be true. You read a stat? I read a stat that Spurs have already dropped more home points this season than they did all of last season. 
I can believe that, yeah, so, absolutely, yeah. So, uh, evidence why people shouldn't do the wildcard just yet. Just thinking, you guys brought Munier in first week, didn't you? Yep. And yeah, shows that's a good if point. people played their wildcard that first week and went for Munier thinking he was going to bag each week, I mean, that just shows that you, there are no bankers. Well, if I kept with Abraham, I would have had a farm of Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, just, it's just too early, guys. Yeah. Got to wait a little bit. Absolutely. So that was a great answer to your question about your least favourite thing about work. Thank you, Baron. Um, <laughs> we'll put it there. <laughs> and well done for doing the full thing. Yeah, well, well, thank you very much. It's quite quite tasty. Maybe I should drink one every week. I'm okay, good. we'll, we'll, we'll take we'll on board. Oh, I've decided what my biggest complaint is. Oh. It's when people walk past my desk and make noises. Oh, of course it is. There yeah. are people who walk past and click their fingers or tap empty bottles. And we we've I'm pretty much sat on the walkway through the centre of the office, and I'm pretty much the last person walking. People walk past for the kitchen. The vending machines, the toilet, to see Claire Skelly, the uh, the secretary, and every time they come past, it's <laughs> just think, come on! Or so they start shouting to people that are still miles I'm away from them. I'm sat here working. <laughs> well, my fault. I'm sat next to the printer. That was well worth the wait, lads. That was definitely worth the wait. I just it to my head. Yeah. Just we were about to plug the stuff on our website. And actually, I want people to listen to this podcast now, and I want them to adhere to that. <laughs> if you're listening, if, if you click or hit your bottle and walk past please stop. There we, there we go. Right, lovely, lovely. lovely. Pressure. Right. I can't wait for you to get back to your desk and it happens straight away. <laughs> <laughs> Right, that brings episode four to a close. Thank you very much uh, for listening. Obviously, as always, we'll have articles on all the things we've discussed on the podcast this week on our website, so keep checking it out. We'll obviously be following the international break as well. So we'll see you next week. And you'll enjoy not having a fourth for next week. I, well, yes, that's true, because there is no game. So. All friends again for the next week or so. That is also true. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Waiting on the Bonus Points. We're always happy to help you out with your FBL team. So if you have any questions for our panel, follow or tweet us at FBL underscore Herald. Nu de Samsung S9 Plus. Voor een genadeloos lage prijs. Check tele2.nl voor de beste deal voor jou. Niet omdat het moet, maar omdat het kan.